All right, hello everyone. Welcome again to the Cardinal Coaching Solutions podcast. It's Wes here firing up the microphone on a beautiful spring day here in the mid-Atlantic. I've got the windows open so you might hear the wonderful sounds of birds chirping and leaves rustling and it's a wonderful time of year. Wanted to take a moment and fire up the microphone and talk about a subject that's been really impactful for me just in the last week, and it is the topic of, wait for it, here we go, make-believe. Yeah, I want to talk today about make-believe, and I feel like I uh, might even be something of a subject matter expert here, dare I say, on this topic of make-believe, because I am the father of two young daughters, both under the age of seven, and my friends, let me tell you, let me tell you something here. We get ourselves into some make-believe. <laughs> a lot. In fact, I've, uh, you might hear the baby monitor crackling here in the background as my youngest is napping. But um, yeah, make-believe is a powerful part of how I engage with my daughters. Now, most often, most often make-believe involves princesses. Lots of princesses, lots of Elsas, Annas, um, also ponies, princesses, ponies. Uh, we are well-versed in the universe of My Little Pony here in this household. Let me tell you, we can talk all day about my personal favorite, Rainbow Dash. Anyway, that's another time. But make-believe is important to us. It's an important way that we share and connect. And it's pretty simple. Here's how it works. Uh, basically, your actions are dictated by what you choose to believe. <sighs> yeah, and we can uh, we can probably just stop right there on that. Your actions are dictated by what you choose to believe. So for example, when my youngest daughter is Elsa. And I, of course, am always the antagonist uh, in whatever realm we're playing in. Okay. I, I am uh, he who must be defeated, dominated, <laughs> conquered, vanquished, whatever you want to call it. That's the role I play. So when my youngest is uh, playing make-believe that she is Elsa from the movie Frozen, then when I come at her as antagonist, she holds out both of her arms and she scrunches up her face and she makes this sound and she's freezing me. That's what happens. It's what like always happens. And so now I am frozen and, uh, and I have to stay in that position until, you know, she decides to unfreeze me. But that's how it goes. Yeah. Her actions are dictated by what? She believes. Now, the way this connected with me, the way this landed with me, is I've taken a line of uh, curiosity into my own life. Uh, here I am as a husband and a father, and we're kind of entering this, this phase of life where maybe we're, um, my wife and I are... You say we're, we're coming out of the fog of young baby years. Maybe that's what's happening. And as that fog clears, we're like getting reoriented to like, oh yeah, who 
who are we again? Uh, what is it that you know brings each of us joy? And for those of you still in those years, man, you 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 get it. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, we're 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 talking a time of life that is sleep deprived. Uh, there's no training for this. <laughs> Uh, you go home from the hospital with a baby and you think, I should not be allowed to do this. I have no idea what I'm doing. And you enter into this period of years of like, I don't know, you might be operating at 50, 60% of your prior capacity. And, you know, however many kids you have, that goes on for a long time. Anyway, I think that's where we're at. We're coming out of this fog and, and we're like reorienting ourselves, you know, to each other and to ourselves. So I've taken this line of inquiry um, to me and going, wait, wow, there's, oof, there's parts of me that I don't, I don't like. Uh, maybe now that I can see them, maybe now that the fog is lifting, I, I can see those parts more clearly and going, oh yeah, that. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, that doesn't need to be there. That's not helpful. That's not, uh, that's not trending in the right direction. Okay. So I, I took my journal and, um, and I made two columns. I started with two columns. One column was the actions or behaviors that I just didn't like, wasn't satisfied with. I, I want them to change. I want them to not be there. I want to substitute them. I want to cut and paste with the opposite, the healthier inverse of the current actions and behaviors in my life. And so that was column one. And the second column was this idea of make-believe and going, all right, so for this line item here, for this action, for this behavior, rather than approaching it as how do I get that out of my life and then substitute in the healthier opposite of what's currently there. How do I do that? Um, I was getting no traction there, none. And that's what, that's what uh, generated this action um, of the two columns in my journal. So I started looking at these light items and going, okay, rather than approaching it that way, rather than approaching it as cut and paste, edit, what do I have to be believing? What is it that I am believing that's allowing that action to show up? Yeah. If I followed this thread of playing make-believe with my daughters and noticing that our actions are dictated by what we believe, then if I look at my own life and notice actions and behaviors that I don't want there, what belief might be driving those actions? Oh, yes, now, now we were on to something. I mean, it was like blood in the water. There's something here. We've caught scent. We've caught scent of something important here, something we've been hunting for. So I filled out the second column for each action and behavior. What belief might be driving that action? Well, let me tell you, that, that was a... That was a powerful and brutal exercise. It was simultaneously exciting and yet also <laughs> kind of uh, kind of brutal, but in a good way, a good kind of hurt. So I'll, um, 
I'll, I'll, I'll pull I'll pull a line item here and, and give you an example. One of the actions or behaviors, I don't even know if you would, it's not necessarily an action or behavior. It's just noticing a lot of stress in my life and, and maybe the observations are the way I carry it in my shoulders, the way, uh, you know, later in the day I can become really um, short in my responses or noticing that I have uh, less, um, maybe like less emotional margin or bandwidth or white space to deal with, um, you know, just what comes with a young family, you know, with a three-year-old who's still growing and clumsy and falls and skins her knee. So I just identify that as stress and going, I don't like where that's at. I don't like where that's trending. I don't like how that shows up. And I went, okay, what's the belief? What's the belief that's connected to that? And this is what came to mind to me. This is what I wrote down. It's right here in my journal. It's all up to me. If I'm operating out of the belief that this is all up to me, only me, I'm on my own, I'm alone in this. Yeah, yeah, I can see how that belief would dictate, would result in a lot of stress. Yeah. So I didn't stop there. I drew a line under both of those columns and I made two separate columns. And I went, okay, for each of these line items, the behaviors and the, and the actions that I don't want in my life, what's the opposite of those? What's the opposite of each of those? So the opposite of stress is ease. If I want the atmosphere around me to be charged with a presence of ease and a presence of peace and a presence of invitation. Yeah, that's what I want. That's who I want to be. So rather than approaching this task as, okay, well then how do I, how do I get that to substitute into what's present right now, which is the stress? I told you that wasn't getting anywhere. So my second set of columns was to write the opposite of the negative behaviors, okay, the positive versions of those, and then generate a corresponding belief. Yeah. What would I need to believe in order to be that man that I described, the, for whom the atmosphere is charged with ease and peace and invitation? What belief would generate that? And, and I see my daughters do this with such ease. There's a full-blown embodiment. If I believe that I'm Elsa, then this is what I do. I freeze you. And I have power. I have agency that shows up like this. Oh, wow. That whole second group of columns... Second set of columns was, hands down, the most traction I have felt in areas of my life that I've been stuck in for too long. It's the most traction I felt in, well, probably period. It's the most traction I felt. And so I say all that just as a, kind of an, an encouragement to um, engage in a coaching conversation. 
with yourself, or you can certainly use this with clients you're working with. What belief system is shaping that behavior? What new set of beliefs would you have to generate to manifest this new behavior? Yeah. So that's my, that's my encouragement to you this afternoon as we move into this new season of spring of new growth. We're coming out of the gray quiet of winter and into newness, new life, new becomings. Uh, even though winter has been gray and quiet, there has been this steady groundswell of becoming and Maybe that's you. Maybe there's maybe there's something that's been going on. Maybe a dissatisfaction. Maybe uh, maybe uh, an excitement about something you can't put your finger on, but you want something new. Maybe this is an exercise uh, that can be helpful for you. I hope that it is. It was so helpful for me. Uh, and if you would like uh, some coaching around it, if you'd like to uh, discuss it, talk about it, I would love to do that. With you hit me up cardinalcoachingsolutions.com uh, or email wes at cardinalcoachingsolutions.com thank you so much for listening have a wonderful rest of your day we'll do this again soon thanks so much for joining me on this episode of cardinal coaching solutions if you're interested in learning more about any of the topics we discussed today or if you'd like to investigate working with me as a coach please visit www.cardinalcoachingsolutions.com and connect with me personally over email at wes, that's W-E-S, at cardinalcoachingsolutions.com. I offer my first session absolutely free and I'd be honored to help get you going. I can't wait to hear from you.